back again. Welcome back to the Views from the Chair podcast. We here again. Man, eventful dry week, I'll say. But we got some topics for you guys. Uh, this week's uh, this week's kind of zooming by. Honestly, it doesn't feel like Thursday or Wednesday. Look, I'm fucked up. Nah, it feel like Wednesday already. Not at all. I, I, I don't. I can't even keep track anymore. Dude, uh, somebody posted uh, a tweet. A tweet today. You know, a little funny, Jones, and was like, uh, "September went from one to 20 in like a blink of an eye," and it definitely did, Doug. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's in the twenties at all, because we didn't even have. Was it anything for September 11th this year? Like, did you see anything? I saw it, but I, I I remember seeing something and like being like, "Oh shit, we're not even really recognizing that anymore." Nah, you think we forgot about it as a country after all the? I don't know. We forgot about it, but we definitely feel just as secure as we did, like like before. Um, I just think there's a lot of shit going on now too. Yeah. Yeah, we on the verge of World War Three. Uh, did you see the guys in Richmond, Virginia, training for fucking the Civil War and shit? I did not. Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> Can't believe I almost moved to Richmond. Yeah, that was for, 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 the, for the right cost. You'll go anywhere. Right? Yeah, it was <laughs> <Yeah>. Crazy. <laughs> it was almost there. They had a good sales pitch. It was like, look at this river you can kayak at. Look was at like, oh man. They fucking on the ground teaching people how to help each other out, hope, walk them off the battlefield and shit. I'm like, dog, this shit is. Where where are we at as a country right now? We got people for that. I don't. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. If it's a civil war shit, the motherfuckers is trained for it. Kill me, cuz. I like if you, if you train for it, have at it. I feel like most people that do like the ROTC shit though, like that type shit, and they spare time are fucking losers. <laughs> he said in their spare time, that's fucked up. Yeah, in their spare time. Generation of kids and shit that took up our. Nah, time. not like, I'm not saying like ROTC, like high school and shit. Like, I'm saying like when, like, if you in Richmond, like, in a club doing like belly rolls in a field, teaching your friends how to pick in case some shit breaks off, you're like, get, get a life, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Your survival instinct's definitely going to kick in at that hey. point. Get a life. Like, I'm not, we're not, I'm not going to come over your house today and say if we get hit by a bomb, let's practice. Which fucking couch you have to hide under? Like it's like if, if you're preparing for that, you're a weirdo. Yeah. You get just, any, uh, anything this weekend? Yeah, I had my buddy Chris Ramos's wedding this weekend. Oh shit, how'd I go? It was good, man. I love a fucking wedding. I really do. I love a wedding. I I just like I just have the best times at weddings. Yeah. I really do. It's, it's just the best. There's like there's nothing in my adult like years that I like more than a wedding. It's my favorite thing to do. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I think I still like traveling over weddings, but traveling's cool. I ta- I'll take a wedding. Wow, that's yeah. I'm definitely taking I, a vacation. If but I have like I'm two. Like if I have two options. Like obviously, I'll do both because I can. Mm-hmm. For the most part, like if like if the schedule exists. But if I have an option of like I'm gonna take this trip to fucking Puerto Rico or I'm gonna go to this wedding this weekend, I'm going to the wedding every time. Going to the wedding. I mean, obviously, if I know the people, I'm not going to choose the the wedding. But if they like, yo, you got anything to do this weekend? I can move it for you. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going away. Yeah, um, I mean, you want to do both. I love weddings, though, bro. It's just a gather of friends. You're always, for the most part, you're always going to see, like, at least seven or eight people, you know, if not more. Like, I got a few college weddings coming up next year where I'll see, like, 20, 30 people I haven't seen in, like, four or five years. Um, Those type of shits I love, dog. 
I love yeah, that show. We got one coming up next month. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like you said, they always a good time. Um, you get, you get I definitely will say the fucking vacation is top tier for me, though. You get to get <laughs> Dex said a wedding over Puerto Rico's cat. I had to skip Dex's wedding last year. It wasn't necessarily because I had a vacation. Damn. <laughs> right at your neck. It was a bachelor party for the wedding I was in. I can't. Yeah, he said that's that. your all the way cat, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like that shit literally cat. Horrible, horrible example on my part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> horrible example for me. <laughs> horrible like example. Like he literally chose Puerto Rico over my <laughs> That was literally the situation. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. That was way different, though. That's but I, I, I really do love weddings. They're my favorite. My yeah. favorite thing to do. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to wear to this one next month. I don't know if I'm going full suit or fucking button-up shirt. I feel like button-up shirt is kind of underdress. I always go button-up shirt. I used to do the ties and everything. I haven't worn a tie to a wedding in fucking like three or four weddings now. Yeah, that's always my uh my hardest decision when it comes to a wedding. Not how little I'm going to get, but what the fuck am I about to wear to this shit? What is wedding etiquette? Is it okay to... Like, well, what's, what's too underdressed at a wedding? Well, no, when you get the... um. When you get the invite, it'll say cocktail tie or formal or semi-formal. So if it's formal, you're going to go like full suit and a tie. If it's semi-formal, you could go like shirt, like whatever. If it's cocktail tie, you go loafers, polo if you want. I, I always go at least slacks, like shoes and a, and a shirt. Well, for the most part, you at the end of the day, you're going to get there and see people dress however the fuck they want to be dressed. Like, 100%. What's the wildest wedding outfit you think you've seen? Uh, polo. Um, jeans and a sneaker. Jeans and a sneak to a wedding is wild. And it was the brothers, or it was the, the 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 brother of the bride. Damn. And I was like, he ain't give a fuck. Come on, guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I ain't gonna go sneakers. I would never sneaker a wedding. <laughs> I like, love sneakers, but I ain't. It, gonna was, it wasn't like Prados or nothing. It was like Asics. I'm like, come on, bro. Oh, shit. You want some shit? Damn, about to hit a lap around the wedding floor. That's I, also, I also hate when people wear, like, they'll wear, like, a, a designer shoe and then just wear, like, a, like a designer outfit. It's like, yeah, like, just because it's fucking Louis, it's, it's still a t-shirt, bro. Put a yeah. collar on. Yeah. I, put it, I don't care if it's expensive. Put a fucking collar on and some slacks. Yeah, show a little respect out here. Bro. Yeah, show some respect. But, like, we got money. Congrats. Like, yeah. like buy a money outfit that's appropriate. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. I'm not mad at that. I hate that shit. I'm not mad at that. I do love weddings. I was curious on the wedding debacle. Is like, I know you said if somebody invites you to the wedding, then you don't have to invite them. I feel like you do to yours. I'm still against that. I feel like you do. So a few things um, I was thinking. What? How do you feel about the intros to the reception? Like when you walk in, say I get married, you got to walk in. They're like, John, John, and so-and-so. Are you doing like a dance on the walk-in? Um, if every, like, I'm always down for the, like, if everybody's doing it, I'm never going to be the dude that's, like, too cool to do some shit. If everybody's participating, like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to be the one that's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not hitting the Harlem Shake down the fucking dance. Like, nah, I could do a little, even if, even if the guy, the groom wanted to hit a fucking choreographed dance routine and shit, I'm with it if everybody else is doing it. Get your fucking hip thrust ready, dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, if nobody else is doing it, don't. Yeah, I'm not about to be the, the one sticking out, but I'm never going to be the one that's 
nah, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. That's corny. Like, nah, bro, this your shit. That's what you want me to do? You want me in the wedding? Bet I'll do it. I I really think they need to take away the fact that um, the best man and the maid of honor have to give speeches and should just give it to the people that are most comfortable giving speeches. Uh, I never seen a I'm not, well. I never even really paid attention if that was like a mandatory thing. But For I have sure, like, it's like the shit where it's like, does anybody want to say anything? And then people will just a grab the huh? What at a funeral? Nah, the wedding. Anybody up on the uh the fucking uh thing? I've never seen that before. I have. I've seen more than one person. Well, in movies, people. they do like, does anybody want to say something before they say I do? And somebody could interject yeah. and be like, no, don't do it. I'm talking about the, uh, what are they called? At the reception? The groomsmen and the bridesmaids. If any of them want to speak, they can say something. I've never seen that before. I have. Never. I wouldn't be mad at that either. No, that's fine. I, like, I would do that. I, like, I see, like, I've been on a few weddings where, like, the, the maid of honor or the best man will be, like, antisocial. Like, I was just talking to Big Doe um, a couple months ago. I'm like, Big Doe, when I get married, I make you the best man. Can't Like, you good with giving a speech? He was like, "No, nah, pick somebody else. I can't give a speech." That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't give a speech, bro. Pick That's somebody hilarious. else. I was like, "Dog, yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen this your wedding." So, like, you saying you haven't seen nobody do it? You could do whatever the fuck you want at your wedding. That's 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 the main thing. Like, it's not a standard rule. Like, you have to do this shit. No, the fuck you don't. Oh, buddy, it was like you tell me that. I'll, you know, I'll sign up a list. Who Anybody, wants to say something? Who it. wants to say something nice about me? What's 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 your like etiquette on DJs at weddings? Like how like how many requests is too many requests? More than two requests is crazy. I gave out seven last week. There's <laughs> one thing if, if okay if DJ is just shitty and they like they're going if nobody's on the dance floor, then I guess a request is necessary, but if people are dancing, yeah, you gotta leave the DJ man alone. Obviously, you got people on the floor for a reason. I gave out at least seven, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I was just, I was just walking up to him on my phone, like, yeah, this one. He was like, gotcha. And they just played that shit. Oh, he was playing that shit. Damn. Look, Kyle, I was giving requests. Kyle's a funny motherfucker too, because he was like, oh, give him the request, bro. Give him the request. Like, come on, dog. I had the DJ rocking. Damn it, man. No, I'm a big mad at DJ requests, but if it ain't something that the bride and groom want, it's just kind of like, ah. Uh... Oh, you know when I'm drunk, bro. It's, it's about what I want to hear. No, trust me, you I'm like this. Make sure I got a strict limit. Like, yeah. I'm right there. No request. <laughs> He's done. He's going to ask the DJ to play Sly five times. We're not playing that at the wedding. <laughs> Bro, I know, how, I know how to play the crowd. You know, I know how to play the crowd. Yeah, slide at the wedding. No, I wasn't called, though. I, I really don't think, like, I think the whole, like, aspect of, like, the maiden honor and, and best man have to give the speeches is just, like, because there's so many people that are uncomfortable talking in front of people. Yeah, I always felt like, man, it's your fucking wedding. Any, whoever the fuck you want to do whatever at, the, at your shit, do that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> the mixtape was playing by nine, dude. That's what that's what that's what Kyle's saying right now. Power hour. <laughs> this is crazy. You had you had the Denzel intro playing and shit. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, power hour, dog. And then everybody's just looking like the DJ download SoundCloud. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. DJ and shit. I'll be fucked up when I get married if I'm not doing a performance. Oh my god, that'll be something to see. 
No, I really do love weddings, though. It's a, they're my favorite things to do. Definitely. Definitely. It's everybody's so happy, bro. If you're if you're like if you have a bad vibe at a wedding, you're a loser. Yeah, actually, you have to leave. Okay. Go home. Go like, home. You have to leave, and and yeah, we sending people to your table to tell you you have to go. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like if you're on some weird shit or like some hating shit at my wedding, you got to go home. Have you ever been to a wedding where some awkward shit happened? You know, Cakes was trying to rumble at Richie wedding, dog. So, so yeah, it wasn't true. Cakes did rumble at Richie wedding. So, yeah, I've been to a wedding. That's pretty <laughs> awkward. Yes, dog. Yes. So, That's awkward. Yeah. Cakes rumbled at his big brother's wedding. So, yeah. <laughs> been to some awkward shit. I don't think I've seen nothing too crazy at a wedding. Not, not out of pocket, like, to the point where it's like, yo, they got to fucking go. I spent two. I spent, so Cakes rumbled at, at Richie's wedding, and then my Uncle Pat and my Uncle Mike rumbled at my cousin Bobby wedding, his bride's uncle. Um, so I seen two rumbles at weddings. Damn. Yeah. And that Which, shit. Did they ruin the day? Uh, actually, did they ruin the the wedding or shit kept moving? At Richie's shit, no, because we all geeked about it, and the people that that Cakes was beefing with, we, me and him, chatted up afterwards a couple of days. So like, everything ended up being fine. It ended up being a funny story and shit. Well, I mean, that ain't too bad. Um, at my cousin's wedding, yeah, everyone, like, it ruined it. Damn. Yeah, it ruined it. That would be the worst. Somebody ruined yeah. Fucking yeah, it. Ruined it. Ruined it. My brothers was in the family beef. They still beefing over that shit. That shit was like 15 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still beef. That's fucked up. Yeah, I love weddings though, man. Top of the line. Yeah. Um, where you want to go? Yeah, speaking of fights, August and tour. Speaking of fights, go transition. Tour. Uh, is there any backstory to this, or are we just going off speculation at this point? Uh, August Alcina walked by Tory Lanes when he had his hand out, and Tory Lanes and his security allegedly jumped him. And August Alcina posted a picture of him slumped, himself slumped on the internet, explaining the situation. Um. Not posting myself like that. <laughs> Bad thing to bring it to socials. Like, what? What do you think his fucking objective was to post it to social media? If nobody would have ever knew about the shit, I don't know, bro. Because I think about shit like when I was younger. Like the immaturity in me would bring everything to social media to feel like I have to tell everybody everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know if it's like a reassurance thing or like I feel like I have to explain or something. Me yeah. at thirty, like there's not much I'm bringing to social media for yeah. my personal life. Yeah. Like, I, like, what, like, what am I, like, why do I need to tell people, oh, I got jumped? Who cares? Yeah, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm, I was wondering when he posted it, like, all right, we would have never knew this shit if you didn't say anything, because nobody had it on tape and put it right. out. Nobody yeah. said, oh, it's a rumor that Tory punched August. You just posting yourself with a busted lip. This is what we doing. All right. Girl, After everything he just been through, this is what you want. That's not what I want. Like I like at 33, what he's like 33, 34, like, oh, I just got beat up. Yeah. We don't care. No, no. I no. don't care. Motherfuckers no. get beat up every day. It's no. just okay. Motherfuckers get jumped all the time. We don't have Mike's right. It's a pity party. Look at me. Look at look at what happened to me. Yeah, that's probably what it is. A look at me situation. I don't, I don't care. Nobody I'm cares. Type shit. But this happened to me. And I I also wonder, is it like, are they piling on Tory? And then like he said, is it pity? I want pity because Oh, I got done wrong by the Smiths. Now people beating me up backstage. I I, I just don't understand what you're looking for in that situation. I don't know. Tory Lane seems like a fucking loser, man. I, I really like his music. I think he's talented for yeah. sure. But he he gives me little man syndrome all the way. Yeah, I'm not I'm not understanding his his vibe as a person. 
Because every it seemed like all the moves he's been making is pretty weird. I don't understand little man syndrome. I mean, we 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 never will. I just don't get. I'm not a little guy. Like I like, but like I'm not like if a motherfucker's like five six five six. I don't. Who cares, bro? It's like average height. I don't give a fuck. Like you know how tough you are to me because you're little. I don't care. That's what it is, the tough shit, or I'm not a bitch. I don't, yeah, I guess like I'm not vulnerable. Mm. Like you, you can't, you can't overpower me because I'm little. Right. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't think I could, dog. I don't like. I'm not thinking. I wasn't I could. gonna try. Yeah, I wasn't. That wasn't on my mind. Like, oh, he's little. Like, little ass alone, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, bro. Like, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird thing to have in your mind. Like, oh, let me prove. Like, I'm not proving shit to nobody. Nah, not at this oh, point. And at it, this it's position, it's like, bro, what, what the fuck you doing anyway? You already got open case. Yeah, you already what got a good case. Do for you? What does this have to do for you? Settle down. You think you got a fucking female rapper? Now you just punching R and B singers backstage. Imagine being that blessed though, in like that position to where like you're wealthy, doing what you're passionate about, having fun, and, and still feeling like yo, like I need to prove to people I'm not the one to play with. And that, that goes with, like, a lot of the rappers in general still. Like, yeah, I need to prove how real I am. Or how, like, who cares? You don't care, dog. Well, even if that's what he was thinking, like, yeah, this is about to be crazy. I'm I'm not at the point now where, like, I like I understand that point of, like, yo, disrespect, death before dishonor, like that. Like, we're 30. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, nobody. You slight my, like, you slight my handshake? Oh, you don't fuck? Okay, you don't fuck with me. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. If anything, I'm geeking about that. Like, look at this fucking weirdo. Dope, bro. You're upset. Freak. Yeah. Like, I'm not. No. Come on. Yeah, that was, that, was a weird, that was weird on the timeline. Just seeing that, like, this is random. Yeah, it's mad freaky beef that nobody knew about. I don't. Yeah. Or cares about. Or cares about. Yeah, 100%. <sighs> I'm good on that. More freaks? Uh, I mean. Sorry for selling the team? Okay, yeah, let's go into that. Sarver selling the team. I mean, we 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 spent a good chunk of time on it last week, but seeing him come out sell the team, I wonder if it was more so the the pressure from his players or him feeling like it was the right thing to do. So we had talked about this last week, and that the owner of the Phoenix Suns and I want to say the Phoenix Mercury, yeah, uh, got caught on on audio and a couple different reports abusing, verbally abusing yeah, his staff. That he pulled his fucking pants down in front of a guy on his knees. Oh shit! He was trying to get his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get his dick sucked. Oh, it was wild, yo. Wait, what? <laughs> was, that a, was, that, was it a joke or like I don't know what, what was going on there? It, it was supposedly a joke, but I mean they say some people joke like that, but everybody. What the fellow was doing on his knees, though? I'm confused. Like he was picking a piece of paper up and him up, fixing something. Okay, oh, and bro just walked up there and pulled his yeah. knee out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's some fucking white boy humor right there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is going on out here? Because I had after we had talked about it, because we based it off of the angle. <laughs> I'm like, it gotta be more, bro. It gotta be more. Yeah, my is way more shit. And I was things he did. I'm geeking. He was a freak. That's crazy. Fucking billionaire just whipping his shit out. So yeah. somebody so I guess he was pulling his dick out. He was saying the N-word. Um, and it sounded like he wasn't going to sell the team, but, like, all the players. Mm -hmm. I saw LeBron made a statement. Chris Paul made a statement. A few people came out. And then I think what really got him was that that not the, that the largest minority owner, because Sarver was the majority owner, came out and was like, yo, he's got to sell the team. Mm -hmm. 
And once you get the other people that own the team come out and be like, yeah, Yo, you got to get out of here, it's the yeah. clock's ticking. Yeah, pretty soon they're going to be voting your ass out. Yeah, clock's ticking. Um, at that point, that's that's an ego check, too, because, like, at that point, you're so fucking rich that you own an NBA team. It's kind of like yeah, these guys bought the NBA teams, like, 10, 15 years ago, so they're getting five, six times their investment anyway. They're so making, if he sells it, good money. Yeah, if he sells it, he's getting a shit ton of profit off it. pretty sure he'll break a record. It's a, it's a super win in his book, but at that point, you kind of just don't want to sell because, like, I'm people aren't going to tell me what the fuck to do. That's a fact. The ego. Yeah, I'm that's, seeing, that's I'm all seeing uh, the names like uh, Jeff Bezos out there trying to buy the squad. That would be interesting. The Amazon Sons and shit. I don't, I don't know what that looked like. Yeah, I would, I would, I would like to see that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they had the best arena in sports if if he bought that fucking team. It's crazy. I saw the stock market's going a little nuts this week, and I, I think Mark Zuckerberg lost the most money ever in a week. Damn. He went from like fourth richest or third richest to 20th richest in the first one. I think he lost like 70 billion in one week. What the fuck happened to Facebook? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Did sure. Read the Fed hike the interest rates to try to combat uh inflation. Random off topic, but yeah. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's yeah, I don't I don't know why the stock market going crazy. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on right now in life. We just out here, honestly, just living. I say at this point, nobody knows what the fuck none of that shit means for real. Yeah, I I, I was literally talking Democrats and Republicans at work, and how none of this shit matter. We just out here. How was how was how did they uh, receive that? Uh, basically just vote Republican because <laughs> so we could get tag breaks. But I'm like, honestly, they don't give a fuck about us either, dog. And now because I was just basically reiterating what I always say on here, like. The shit that they tax breaking, whatever you think you about to get, that shit ain't made for you. So is that, is that true? Can we get any tax breaks with Trump? Supposedly, yeah. Business owners and shit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but again, you gotta be making a certain amount of money on a business, all types of shit. Well, now, but how many people you know own a business? That's what I'm saying. You know people that own businesses, but yeah. out of totality, it's probably like Five to ten percent of the people you know, probably less. If you think about everybody you know, it's probably less than five. I might know a thousand people. I might know three business owners. That's what I'm saying. Shit like that, and it's like this shit really ain't impacting the majority of people. I did read that we had we added two point five more millionaires last year too, which is interesting. Nice. Like that's a lot of new millionaires. PPP was going crazy, huh? Going stupid. (laughs) Dogecoin and sold it at 75 cent Ooh, going nuts dog oh gosh i just looked at my crypto shit today for like the first time in like five oh, months i'm like damn that shit is bad bitcoin was under 15,000 oh my god god damn that is bad i'm like at that point i looked at it, i almost cashed out today and i was like i'll just leave it in there for whatever it's happens it's no point so i don't give a fuck Ooh, um, no, that that should have me geeking. Uh, speaking of Republican or Democrat, I was just talking to you. You you said you didn't hear it, but uh, the DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, oh, I never say his name right. DeSantis, DeSantis uh, sent an airplane full of uh, immigrants up to Martha's Vineyard. I think it was fifty of them. I was like, yo, if you guys are a sanctuary state, here's some immigrants. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm wondering what are they going to do? Up there? Yeah, you know I don't usually agree with those motherfuckers, but that's funny. Like that's some funny shit. Yeah. At least send them to New York or something. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Give them a fucking chance. Yeah, that, I do like shit like that. Like that, like the You said I like shit like that. That's fucked up. It's like he's a goofball, but like. I like I get that point though. If you want to be like outspoken and say like, "Yo, they deserve safe harbor," blah blah, which which I agree with, but like to an extent, whatever. But like, if you want to be outspoken and say they deserve this, 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 all right, we're gonna fly their ass up your way, dog. You take care of them. Figure the it out. The people of Martha's Vineyard, the loudest ones. I don't know. That's why I don't. I think they're just like picking the most vulnerable spots that they know they can't be capable of like taking care of them or doing anything with them and trying to make an example, which is funny. I do think it's funny. Is it fucked up? Yeah. 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 It's fucked up. Yeah. It is. It's no clue what they about to do out here. I was watching that like. was looking around like, what the fuck? News report and the lady at Martha's Vineyard was like, it's a humanitarian crisis. We don't know what to do. And like, it's just. The immigrants in the background just like looking around. Yeah, like, just dropping 50 people <laughs> like, off. Like, yo. And then I read an article today and it said they thought they were going to Boston, not Martha's Vineyard. So it's like, yeah, at least drop them in a fucking city. That's Give fucked them a up. Yeah, they're fucked up. I was geeking at that shit though. I'm like, that's a funny motherfucker. Um, Biden just came out today too and said it's too early to talk about re election for 2024. I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see who, like, because. I thought Kamala was going to uh, boost herself up to the point that she was going to be like a main competitor in this. And, yeah. and from what I see or what I read, she's very background. She's I haven't seen her speak in I don't know how long. And I'm also not looking for her, but before that shit was all over the place. But Yeah, she has not made herself like a, a strong competitor for this at all. Like you hear about DeSantis and obviously Ted Cruz is, is, is up there with his chats and, and whatnot. But, like, she's not making herself a presence at all. I don't know if they're doing that on purpose because people are anticipating Biden to run again. Mm. But but it, it, it's, it's curious to me how she's not making herself a threat. Yeah. Uh, in terms of him saying it's too early, don't we vote next November? Yeah. That's, I, that's what I don't understand. I'm not participating for the thousandth time. But I don't vote understand. next winter, it's like, what? How, yeah. how is it too early? We're year away. Yep. And I like it. I have. I, it sounds like DeSantis is gonna. Uh, DeSantis is gonna be the one for the Republicans, unless it's Trump again. And Trump sounds like Trump's having a hissy fit about it. Um, about Ryan. Have, uh, yeah, about him running and the attention he's getting and, and all the support he's getting. Um, oh. Newsflash: Republicans. He doesn't give a fuck about Republicans. He gives a fuck about himself. That's surprise! Surprise! Um, I don't. I would have no idea who would be the, the main runner for the Democrats if it's not Biden. I don't. I don't even see. I don't. I don't see anything good coming out this next election. I think it might be the nastiest one that we had. The grossest in the election we'll ever have. Yeah, I honestly think it's going to get to that level. Like we're going to see a lot of foul shit. Them debates is probably going to be the best, most foul debates, but they're going to be entertaining to us. Which it seems like politics has become more entertainment than politics well i'm like i think we cross over to where like it's not even entertaining anymore like they're just fucking like mean to each other yeah we like, it's not even we, funny like, they don't even have like nice little zips like at least hillary and trump had like little zingers to each other and biden and trump had zingers like now it's kind of just like we're just up there yelling fuck you to each other yeah which is which is tv nowadays oh, it's tv yeah. they get all the views so <laughs> 
I'll tune in for the uh for the debates, but that ballot, I'll see you, see you, see you when I see you. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what, what happens with it. Um what did I want to go with? Oh yeah, I was talking to you before this. I, like I don't know if everybody that listens to us knows what the whiz is. Uh, let, me ask, let, me, let me ask you this. Did you watch the whiz like growing up faithfully? I wouldn't say faithfully, but I've seen it. Like, like, what have you watched more, The Wiz or Wizard of Oz? Probably The Wizard of Oz because of school. Okay, fair enough. I've only seen The Wiz once, Um, and it was in seventh grade in music class. Yeah, and that's where you saw them in school. I mean, I wasn't at the crib like, oh, The Wiz is on. This is crazy. The only time. I've seen one of those on my free time. Yeah, like I, I'm not. I, I, I hear people. I, people swear by the whiz, though. I don't like. I, it was cool in seventh grade, from what I remember. Honestly, it's probably more so the cast that was in the whiz. I, I remember Michael Jackson was in it. It was like Diana Ross or somebody else in there. Yeah, Diana Ross, Richard yeah. Pryor, a bunch of people. Yeah. Richard Pryor. Oh, he was a scarecrow, wasn't he? No, robot. He was in that. Yeah, I that think man. so. I feel like Michael Jackson was a scarecrow now. Michael Jackson, yeah, you got me beat. Yeah, Michael Jackson was the scarecrow. Richard Pryor was the Tim Man or the he Lion. Was, he was the Wiz. Oh, was he? Yeah, it's good casting. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, he was good. old people that we don't know, but our grandparents do. Um, I didn't even I didn't even get into the point, but anyway, so they announced uh, the dude from Blackish. What's his name? Kenyatta? Kenyatta? Ken- Kenya. Kenya, Kenya Bears. Yeah, Kenya is as remaking the Wiz, and they announced that they're going to include a, a LGBT member. I always struggle through those words. A gay yeah. member. Yeah, um, those guys. Gay, lesbian, whatever it may be. No offense. Um, is going to be included onto the cast because he wants an accurate reflection of what society is. Uh-huh. Um, I saw that posted on Baller Alert and Shade Room, and my buddy Dex had asked me to bring this up. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of backlash in the comments. And why? Where is the backlash coming from? Well, the comments were like, why are you guys doing this? Why do you need to force this? Not like the LGBTQ doesn't isn't even asking for this. Why can't you stick to the classics? Like, why do we have to mess up an original? Um, pretty much that. Like, yeah, why why are you guys gonna like recast the classic? Like, why are you guys forcing this on us? We don't need this. Like, they don't have to include that. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, Wow, this is really familiar. <laughs> like, like, this was the same shit under Fox News when they announced that the Little Mermaid was going to be black. Now, this is the only question I got. I don't know if you got an answer for it, but are they mad that they're remaking a classic? Because people always get mad when they re- try to remake a classic, or are they mad because it's a gay guy? Okay, so I would say half half of the comments specified that they were upset that they were including an LGBT member. And okay. half of them were saying, like, why are you doing this? Why are you? So I don't want to say, like, that's exactly what they're upset about because it didn't yeah. specify. But at least half the comments were kind of like, yeah, well, why does a gay person have to be included? Because it's definitely like remaking Scarface. Like, we don't need you to remake Scarface. You don't need to remake The Godfather. You don't need to remake Goodfellas. It's just certain movies. We don't need to remake a Friday. Oh, we should it's do another. Certain movies we don't need. We should do another ranking of uh, our top five remakes. We could do that. We yeah, could we definitely do that. that. That would be a good one. But yeah, if they mad about the gay shit, it is what it is. Like, like just like the Little Mermaid, like 
Well, that's, I just don't understand the hypocrisy there. Of like, yeah, you can't be like uh, upset when like the redneck white racist whites are like, oh, why why are we going to recast a white woman for a black woman? And, and the main thing people are saying is inclusion. People need to have a representation of themselves. And then when you go and do it for the same thing for gay people, it's like, oh, we don't need to do that for gay people. It's yeah, funny. I guess it is the same argument to where as though like you don't have to push the gay narrative on us or you don't have to push the black agenda on us. I, I, I could see uh, the comparison there, but as far as remaking classics, I always thought that shit was corny, especially if it performed well. It's one thing if it's a classic that the masses didn't see, but everybody, I feel like, if you haven't seen the whole is you've seen a piece of the shit just because of how many stars it was in the fucking movie, but as far as they being mad because he's gay, like, bro, we don't, No, nobody's tripping off that, honestly. You, or you shouldn't be. It's a fucking movie, bro. Like, this shit ain't real life. You got to relax. This ain't, they casting, they not they not turning Martin Luther King in his documentary or his biopic gay, like. Yeah, that's like, yeah, like, yeah, that's, it's the same exact argument as last. Like, you know, these are fictional characters. If one of them wants to be gay, that's fine. I don't, I don't care. And I think we're on the same page now. It's like, yeah, like, if a, kid, a straight kid sees that, that the um, Tin Man is gay, he's not going to go, oh, I want to be gay now. But I don't, who cares? I don't care. Maybe I don't. Like, I don't know. You feel like I, don't, I, don't, I ain't gonna say that, but I will say I don't care. But I wouldn't give a fuck if he did. I'm not gonna say that it ain't gonna have a kid dancing around, acting crazy, maybe singing something that their parents may not want them to sing. But um, then again, if that's the case, don't go watch the movie. But with your child. But on the flip side, it's a fucking movie. Who gives a fuck? I've got a, a lot, lot more bigger fears for my kids. Uh, yeah growing up and then singing inappropriate songs um yeah yeah for, for sure like yeah. for sure. if my son wants to wear a tutu i'm not gonna let him wear it to school but like i'm not gonna cry about it okay you letting your son wear a tutu around the crib if mine's like you know, at like a certain age like it like if they want to start like um three and he want to wear a tutu you let him let my daughters wear tutus no dog but if my son wants to start like fucking if he wants the Beyonce album instead of the Rick Ross album, have at it. We on tutus, bro. You letting your son hey, that's three, extreme. tutu that's around the crib. That's what I'm asking. That's extreme. That's <laughs> okay, extreme. all right. Like, 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 let's that's, say that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, I understand if you don't want somebody to see that, your child to see that. That's extreme. But like, if he wants a pink backpack instead of a black one, have at it. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm completely okay. fine with that. I'm, okay. I don't care. If I have a gay son, I don't care. It's not the gay son. I think for me, it's more so the, not even the backlash, but like the, him having to question himself, like everybody at school asking, why do why you got a pink backpack? Why you got a pink backpack? That's a girl's color. That's a girl's color. You got to hear that every day. Honestly, by the time you have kids, by the time you have kids, I don't even know if they'll do that anymore. Mm, I don't even know if they're doing that now. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, uh, kids are mean as shit. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> kids are mean as shit. They got no filter, bro. They are mean. Yeah. Shit. They're mean as yeah. shit. The kids are mean. They definitely. I be, I be acting like I'm not around a little, little, <laughs> yeah, that's what little disrespectful kids. Everyone and and, 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 and half the time, they don't even mean to be mean. They just saying shit that come to their mind because they don't know. Oh, one of my, uh, one of my kids, uh, kids, one of my kids, one of the kids. I'm around to drop the f word around me the other day, or like not too long. I'm like, yo, yo, we don't say that in Dill's car, dog. That, <laughs> yeah. Whoa! My God, we're not using that one. That's around me, guys. Like, it's not what we do here. Damn. 
<laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm sure Kit still is being mean and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if they want to put a gay character in the Wiz or or whatever, like I don't care. I think you care less. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even itching to see the movie, honestly. But I'm not gonna watch it. I never watched the remake of The Lion King. I don't know if that was good. I've, I've never watched it either. I've, I've never watched none of the remake of the classic cartoon movies. The only one I might watch is The Little Mermaid because I like musicals. I'm not even gonna watch that unless I'm. I might, jacked I'm like a, I like a good 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 singing ass one, but I, I don't watch. Uh, I, I hate didn't musicals. Watch, I didn't. You like you don't like musicals? I fucking hate musicals. They ruin movies to me. Dream Girls, man, I love Dream Girls. Without the music, I'm like, why are Cadillac Records? I hate musicals, bro. Come on, Cadillac Records is probably one of my top ten favorite movies ever. Damn, love Cadillac Records. I hate that shit. Ruins it. And Brody knocks down Beyonce. Yo, I love that because it was that Leonard Chess was knocking down Etta James. Etta James, one of my favorite voices in the world. I love Etta James. Love Etta James. Oh my god, I love Etta James. Um, don't care, but um. What's it called? Just lost my train of thought. I don't even know. What we oh doing. yeah, I did. I, I never watched the remake of The Lion King. I've never watched uh, the only remake I can think I watched recently was Face Jam, and that was a sequel, and it that wasn't good. I don't even a remake, so yeah, that don't count. You told me the Pinocchio shit came out, right? Was that? Yeah, a I watched the Pinocchio, but I, I used it as background noise. It's, it's like those movies aren't for us. They're they're kid movies. Yeah, facts. They're kid movies. That's 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 not for us. Yeah. Not for us. Yeah. Um, where else do we want to go? Uh, you want to hit the most influential rapper shit? Yeah, I'm in on that. Uh, Charlemagne was trending earlier today on Twitter. Uh, he had a statement on his podcast saying Chief Keith wasn't one of the five most influential rappers. Uh, he named Tupac, Jay Z, Kanye, and Lil Wayne as the most influential rappers. Tupac, Jay Z, Tupac, Jay Z, Kanye, Lil Wayne. Who was the fifth? He didn't have a fifth. Okay. But if you had to decide, or do you think his list is accurate, or do you think it's, it goes somewhere else? That sounds pretty spot on to me. Tupac, was it? Tupac, Jay-Z. Kanye, and Lil Wayne. But he was catching hell because he said Chief Keith wasn't on there. Obviously, it's interesting, too, because obviously Jay-Z is, like, the most dominant. But, like, I think you can make an argument that Nas is more influential than Jay-Z. Damn, why would you say that? Just like rapping style and like kind of like when he released and kind of took it up the next level and how everybody followed pace on that. Like I, just because I listened to a lot of interviews from rappers and pretty much everybody from that era was like, yeah, we heard Nas's first album and it was Go Talk. Yeah, I could see that. But Rakim, I feel like, was the one that changed how rapping sound. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. But I see what you're saying, though, because everybody did say. That's, I'm just thinking like every great like that that we historically look at from like Mob Deep to jay-z to like every single one of those rappers is like yeah once Nas dropped and i didn't realize until i started listening to interviews how early that first album was i was like 93 94 93 yeah so like a very early on and then if you listen to that in comparison to like obviously i love snoop dogg but snoop dogg or like dr dre or like any of that early stuff from west coast it's like yeah. a very very different sound oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was another thing i used to like about music how everybody sounded different it was like you knew what a West Coast album sounded like. You knew what the East Coast sounded like. You knew what Down South sounded like. I'm not mad that shit's starting to sound the same, but I feel like for the most part, the bigger rappers don't sound like anybody else, and I can appreciate that shit. Yeah, but to, to Charlamagne's point, I, like I agree. You, it's hard to argue against that list. Um, if I yeah, was to put somebody you know, on there, Chief Keith is 
Chief did kind of usher in a sound. Oh, well, like, I've never been a huge Chief Key fan. Like, obviously, he's got the hits. And, like, it's funny now that we're older. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, listen back to it. Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's sick. Um, he started Drill. Yeah. I don't know if he started Drill, but, like, he made Drill popular. And if you look at, like, even, like, I'm looking at, like, in our generation of, like, who I like. I'm like, Dirk, Bibby, Herb, Reese, King Louie, like, like 20 different people I was listening to in college, all from Chicago. And as that splintered out to New York and even over to Europe, yeah. that's a pretty – that's and I saw that was one of the things he said. It didn't make a worldwide impact. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. all these huge popular rappers from the U.K. now are utilizing drill. That's direct mm-hmm. impact from Chief Keep. And then you look at the Spain drill, like Italy, like all these different that's drills. Like, yeah. Specifically from so like I I very much think you can make an argument for Chief Keep being one of the most influential. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I did think did I say I feel like Future's on there too. I would say Future's on there. Future got to be on there. I'm not the I was a big Future fan as time went on. I kind of went away from his music, but he definitely influenced a lot of fucking rappers with the way he sounds. I would say yeah. I would say Future had a wave to where. Yeah, and we're talking rappers, so I can't say T-Pain, but T-Pain obviously on that same wave with that aspect. And then, I mean, for the women, would you have to put Little Kim on there? Yeah, I mean, you have to. But mm-hmm. like you have to. Yeah, you, you literally have to. You have to go with that. Uh, <laughs> on tracks. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking the nasty. This I'm, I'm talking the freak shit, but I'm making it empowering instead of and rapping while I'm yeah. doing this. Um, probably a hot take for me, but like I think Jeezy. Mm. I think Jeezy like ushered in the whole like specifically I'm getting money drug dealing music for our whole generation. I'm not mad at that statement. I mean, I could say that comes from Hove because that was his first album. <laughs> yeah, but I like uh, drug dealing, but I don't think he was like, talking Pyrex pots and shit. Yeah, so. exactly. He wasn't trap or die like yo. I'm whipping up like I'm not the fucking snowman. Like like. And even when Jeezy came out, that's when he was doing like fucking Big Pimpin' and all that type shit. Yeah, hell no, he was way past Big Pimpin'. H to Izzo? Change clothes, excuse me, miss, that kind of shit. No, don't disrespect Jeezy like that. He was past all that shit. Uh, he signed Jeezy. Yeah, but Jeezy came out when we were eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. So that was 2004. Yeah, Jeezy. Oh, retired at that time. Kingdom Come came the next year. He was retired. But I see what you're saying, though. Because then you get Jeezy, and then you come back with that whole Atlanta wave to where T.I. catches it right after. No, no, no. We can't disrespect T.I. T.I. dropped before him. First Ooh, album what? was trap music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they beef over the trap shit. Because T.I. was like, ha, Jeezy invent trap music. And my first album was trap music. Well, whose mixtape came out first, then? I'm not sure, but uh, T.I., in terms of the word trap that was ti first album which was before jeezy shit people like ti everybody liked ti he was big no nah, ti um, was fire ti was fire that was a good air i ain't gonna that lie was good that was i'm good not mad at you saying jeezy was influential i'm just trying to think who because ross came out afterwards too and it was very like a very similar delivery talk like what would that. you say derived from jeezy though all of it i'm saying like now like as far as influential I don't think now, like the newer people, is all they all killers. They all, 
he was talking all, like it's all a trail now. Like only like if like if you would say Jeezy, I like I would have been more like Young Dolph, Scooter, fucking Gotti, like that kind of rap. Mm. And that shit doesn't seem like like the get money rappers aren't really out right now or popping at I least. Think the bigger question is, I, I mean, I guess, I guess uh, speaking of one of Jeezy's hotter verses recently, EST. Yeah, that was a like a, that could be like an updated Jeezy. Yeah. Who would you say the bigger rappers you feel like were influenced by as far as the Coles, Kendricks, and Drakes? Because I remember the let Nas down, like you said to you. Yeah, all three of them probably like Jay and Nas. And then like, but like with Kendrick and, and Cole, it would be more so like, I, I think they probably listen to a lot of like the Q-tip common shit. More like, and Tupac for Kendrick for sure. Well, yeah, you could definitely hear Pac and Kendrick. I feel like you can hear the Nas and Hov and, and Cole. I feel like you got a little Jay in, in Drake. As far as the wittiness and the, oh, did you hear what he said? No, rewind that. Oh, he said that. Oh, shit. Well, like, you know, fucking what's his name? Drake used to pick up push her heavy as shit before they started beefing. So, like, I yeah. I, I honestly think Drake, like, because they're from Canada, I don't, I don't know how, like, he probably turned into a hip-hop head. I feel like, like, popular, like, pop, pop, pop rap in general influenced him, and that's why he's so versatile in his rapping ability. Yeah, I mean, he's a singer, he's an actor. You see him going off ludicrous. Like you could, like, there's so many different like sounds that he yeah, has. I'm not mad at that, but I'm not mad at that. We could just like you said. I mean, if you listen to H to the Izzo on a surface level, it sounds like a pop song. But then when you listen to what he's saying, he's saying some real shit in there. So, yep. I mean, it could go either way. But yeah, but like overall, he definitely deserved to be on that list. Well, well, who do you have? I said Jeezy. Oh, if I had to add somebody, I would have added future, like I said. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, future. You're right. Yeah, I would have added future because I mean, for a minute, everybody was futured out, like everybody was auto tuned, singing yeah. rap, and I felt like he was the first one to do that. shit. He was the first one to bring it to rap for sure. Yeah, he and it and it hit, it wasn't corny when he did it. I remember the black backlash he got for uh. Tony Montana, my folks was kind of geeking at that. Yeah. Turn on the lights, and then, like, it was one of them joints where you heard it, and you're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? And then all of a sudden, Tony Montana, like, oh, shit, I like you hear Montana, and you're like, oh, shit, that's future right there. Yeah, and then you heard Meek remix it, and then that was the game. Um, um, I'm trying to think of, like, other Southern rappers that was, like. Big? I, I was thinking Trick Daddy, but, like, I, like, he just had an interesting group come from behind him. Yeah, that that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, honestly, I feel like since we're not from the south, we don't really know the. And I think like it, like I guess you could kind of sum up the south. We could come kind of sum up the south to the whole little way there. Because I'm definitely sure we could find somebody from Houston and say, "No, nah, oh, this yeah. person right here influenced everybody from Houston." Yeah, I mean, like if you ask somebody from Texas, they're all gonna say Scarface. Yeah, or somebody else from there. Yeah, yeah. Cause I don't think I don't think too many people from Houston rap like fucking Scarface or Bun B. Cause I, I wouldn't say Paul Wall was Scarface or Mike Jones. Mike Jones wasn't. That's what I'm saying. UGK. Yeah, was, I listen, uh, when I listen to the Paul Wall and like all them the guys from the um, what Swisher House and whatnot, a lot of them reference Pimp C. Yeah. 
Yeah. A lot of them. Man, you got the bed. You got your two shorts. And they yeah. talk that pimp shit. Hey, you, you think that you forgot? Like, and that, that's another thing too. You forget that two short and E forty been rapping for thirty years. Yeah, since the eighties. Yeah, both of them. And not not even exaggerating. And still putting out verses. No, but hundred percent. I, I like Chief Keith, whether you like his lyrics or not, and whether he was the originator of drill. Because I remember King Louis come out and be like, "I'm the first one that did blah blah." It doesn't matter. He's the first one that made that shit popping. Yeah. And it's been like 14 years now. Yeah, and it's still on top of the game. Still on top. Every single pop in New York rappers drill. And even though he's not the most relevant Chicago rapper, nobody will ever forget you, Keith Run. And if, regardless if, of if listen to rap through this era. And regardless of if, if they're beefing or not, you don't get Dirk unless like you don't get Dirk popping unless Chief pops. I don't know. Well, from my from what my art from what from what I've listened to and, and read. Dirk and Reese got signed first, and then Chief Keith got signed, and then Chief Keith popped, and then that's when they started pushing Dirk and Reese. Yeah, but I still don't think Dirk popped till he really was on his own, own for real. Like he popped after the Coke Boy shit. Like he was hot. Just what you want was a big song. That was a t- that was a top that was a top Billboard cool, top one hundred song. That was a top the label song. Still didn't fuck with it. The label still wasn't fucking with him. I think he popped later, honestly. Like. For real, dirt pop really in the last three, four years. It's so hard to like. It's what would so you hard. say dirt pop? I say it's so hard to measure that shit. I was like, I, I know you're not an academic, so I neither am I. But I just listened to Rich Homie's uh, um, interview on his shit because I like Rich Homie, so I clicked on it, and he was basically breaking down how much like different, like discredited the mixtape statistics are now in comparison because because like now sense. it's streaming, and like you remember the signs of the street shits. Them shits were fucking booming, dog. They was. Them shits were platinum on fucking uh, uh, that pick. Crazy. Those are big mixtapes. So, I like, mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't popping. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it was like that, though, bro. We could look right now. I don't think the numbers was like a, a Dream Chasers mixtape. Well, none of them were. We fucked Dream, with it. Dream Chasers was the biggest fucking yeah, mixtape. Like, if it wasn't Lil Wayne, it was Dream Chasers. Yeah. Broke the mix. Broke the app. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I feel like Dirk just popped for real. And I feel like that's why he's becoming one I of the. I feel like he, yeah. Uh, we know him. That's the problem. We know him when he had songs, bro. Because even the my Beyonce song with Dage Loaf was really big on the radio too. But that's that was years ago. That was 2015. That's after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. It's after. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we are. Dirk's definitely transitioned into more of a. He's a crossover artist now. Damn, you gonna put him in that category? I, he's. he's that song he did with Morgan Wallen, like that's that get played on Q one hundred two. Like he like he's even the shit with Drake. Like that's a Q one hundred two song. Like like that's a pop radio song. So I, to an extent, he has crossed over. Yeah, I would. He's one of the top three biggest rap artists. I would say him, Baby, and I don't know who else. Yeah, I mean Dirk. What I just looked at this ain't what you want from nine years ago. Fifty one million views on the video. Wayfair has ever. So Wait, I mean. Yeah, fucking Wayfair. Wayfair Auto. I don't, I don't know. Shout, shout out to Dirk though. I ain't. I ain't. It might be as That's big fair as enough. Um. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, give Chief Keep his credit. It's the same way you could argue that those. I think there's a more legit argument for Chief Keith being influential than there is Soldier Boy. Hmm. You know what? We got it. Those Soldier in there. I knew you were gonna say that. We kind of have to. 
Yeah, these songs suck, but yeah, as far as like talking internet, that's Soulja Boy. I mean, if you like, if you go ringtones, he was the first one to get a pop ringtone. If you go viral challenge dances, he was the first one to get one of those. Like, so yeah, I I, like you can throw Soldier Boy on there. He literally broke. He went viral to rappers. Yeah, yeah, he went viral. And then I mean, what what artist isn't doing a fucking or trying to get a TikTok dance for their song? I mean, he was doing all that shit 20 years ago. So, yeah, I mean, you can get that. Influential. He on the list. Yeah, shitty, shitty lyrics with viral challenges. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Ringtone, so really like 15-second snippets. Yeah, I mean, you could give it, give him I that. I still say that to this day. You got to dance with your song, you got to fucking hit. No matter how bad that shit is. Yeah, I'm Everybody not mad at that. that little Corvette dance, whatever the fuck that song was called. Pop Hunter. Everybody was doing that little shit. Yeah, Corvette, Corvette. Yeah, that was a nice song. Um, we just talked about future. You want to knock that out? Uh, yeah, yeah. Future selling his publishing or his or his catalog. That's what they always say. Catalog. I don't really know what that means. Oh, they shit. Okay, so he's selling his catalog, or he's looking to sell it for seventy-five to eighty-five mil. Too much, too little. <sighs> see, I don't really understand what the market is for buying catalogs. When I see like Little Wayne sells part of his catalog for a hundred, or the Dream may sell for a hundred. I'm like, damn, you would think Future could get a hundred, a hundred fifty, because Future got some shit that's gonna last forever. But I mean, I feel like it's I feel like I don't know. If you if I could sell my catalog for 75 mil of selling that shit. I mean, yeah, 100 percent Why not? Like, you can't really be mad at that because you really set for life as far as if you if you play your cards right with your money, but it sound to me. It sound little compared to what everybody else was getting. I just googled it. Bruce Springsteen sold his catalog for five hundred million. I mean, Bruce Springsteen songs, you know. I I don't know, but I know he's big. Tina Tina Turner sold hers for fifty million. So futures get more than that. Yeah. Motley Crue sold theirs between ninety and one fifty. That that would make sense. And the futures right there. I would want to hear what Michael Jackson could sell his shit for. That was set the bar. Like, okay, so yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers one forty, Neil Young one fifty. I don't even know these people. Song. Okay, they this they're yeah, that's fine. <laughs> they're, like they're they're right there. Like if we're talking about Neil Young and shit, that's a a hugely popular like legendary white artist. So if Mike Jack decided to sell his shit, you think his kids would get a billy? It's funny you brought that up. So I was just talking to Kyle at the wedding, and I thought from me and years debate on the podcast that we discussed that Michael Jackson was for sure the biggest artist mm-hmm. like by by far. And he was like, what about the Beatles? And I'm like, we argued that same point. I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson's the biggest artist by far. Mm-hmm. Not even close. As far as what? Record sold. And it's, it's, not the even, Beatles? it's not even close. With the Beatles sell? By like 300 million. And with the Michael Jackson sell? I think Michael's like... 600 and they're at nine yeah something like that yeah i mean that's cool but it's only one the of Beatles is the most five ever five beetles yeah it's the beatles is the most ever i'm not i mean i'm not mad at that i don't i've tried to listen to the beatles just not it's for me yeah it's not for me yeah but it sounds like oh, like future if he wants to sell it like if you can get 85 million and you feel like you still can make more music or put that in different investments on do what the fuck you do yeah, I feel like it's a little early for him to do that shit, but I ain't nobody to tell him to say, nah, I don't sell your shit, bro. I don't know what he needs finances for. You feel me? If he needs 80 million to do a big investment or 30 million, you need cash flow, you need cash flow. It is what it is. It's a lick. 
because you're still making music, so it ain't like you're selling your future records. So. That's what the only thing I was thinking about. Like, if I'm that kind of artist and I had that kind of catalog, and I, if I'm future, I guess like I'm kind of betting on is my music timeless or not. Because if I'm thinking I have such a great catalog, I'm just gonna chill. Like, if I retire and I know I can eat off this forever, like, I'm just gonna keep this and keep passing it down to my family. But I, I don't know, like. I would be like, curious. This is the question I'm curious about. What does he own to sell? That's that's a good question, too. Remember he had that, that Rocco debacle? That's what I'm saying. Does he even own that? So if he don't own his first five, six, seven album, whatever the fuck, mixtapes and all that shit, if you don't own March Madness, what are you really losing? It, as funny as it sounds, I do think like we'll be listening to March Madness at the cookout at 50. We'll be listening to at least March Madness. I feel like... I don't know how much you fuck with it, but I feel like Trophy will get played. I love Trophy. Trophy will get played for previous girls till the end of time. Motherfucker, I still play Turn on the Lights when Johns is over. I love Turn on the Lights. I ain't going going that far. Love Turn on the Lights. I ain't going that far. Shit. But yeah, Future, he definitely has a timeless catalog. And I think that's like without a question. Like, I don't think anybody would say otherwise. Um, I know we fucking drawing blanks on what he got. But as far as timeless hits, yeah, uh, March I, I think there's, honestly, shit, wait for you. The shit you just put out, all, all, this, shit, all, all this shit yeah. I'm thinking of, like all everything, monster, all that shit, all these whole albums. Yeah, like, it's funny, like, as like we get older, like you think, like, oh, this music's not gonna last, blah blah. blah. It's like, I'm not gonna stop liking that when I'm 55. No, hell no. I'm like, oh, shit, I drive a Suburban now and I've got grandkids. I don't like fucking Monster. No, what Monster yeah. on at the graduation party? The whole PS2 is, is timeless. Yeah, when the fucking kids go away, like, or the kids try to take over to John, no, dog. This is what the, we're listening to the classics, and the classics is that. Yeah. I don't yes. know what the fuck to tell you. Shout out to Future. Go get the bag, bro. I'm not yeah, mad at you. If you feel like you could still make that shit, go get the bag, because if, if you got all that in the tuck, or you got all that to dispose, and you could put out way for you with Drake and Tim's. That means you just got more shit, bro. And fuck it, make money off your new shit. And that, the other thing about him too, and I and I shamefully admit this, I was watching the Body Party video not too long ago. Oh shit! Um, Future's a hell of a songwriter. Yeah, and that's yeah. what other people forget too. Is he's, he's wrote a lot of songs for the R and B people, and I forgot he wrote that till I saw him in the video. I was like, oh shit, he did write this for Sierra. Also wondering, is that in? The fucking catalog. Now I would be curious too. Um, I got one more topic, and then we can wrap it up. What's a bit? Um, the Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish shit we discussed. I think last week yeah. or the week before, yeah. where we both agreed it wasn't funny. No hell no. Um, and they came out and basically said like this lady's been trying to hose us for this. She, like she's she was there the whole time. She agreed to it. Blah blah. She they tried to she tried to sue the whole police department for this before. Blah blah. Um, came out that she dropped all charges, dismissed the lawsuit. And Tiffany Haddish said, "I basically lost all the projects I had booked for this year and next year because of that." And now she just dropped the lawsuit after two weeks when I told you that it wasn't real. Damn. Um, so how do we feel about that? That's probably like, I know it's not as bad as what I'm about to say, but that's like accusing somebody of raping and dropping the charge. It never goes away. It never goes away. It never goes away. And that's how you'll be remembered. Uh, people don't give a fuck about the apology. People don't give a fuck about the not, 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 not guilty. That's just on your jacket for the rest of your life. And sadly, that's how she's going to be looked at. Like, 
okay, she dropped the charges, but you still did that nasty shit. That's what I'm saying. Do we feel bad for her? Do we feel bad for her? I feel bad for her in the sense that work is probably going to slow up for her. But at the same time, you chose to do that. But also, from what I understand, this is some old shit before she even popped. So it's like... It was on funnierdie.com. So this is before she this before she popped. Yeah, so it's like, if a bigger comic than you asks you to get in a skit and you an up-and-coming comic, you get it. Nine times out of ten, you're probably going to say, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. I ain't, I'm trying to get my name out there. And then for that shit to come back and haunt you and then do your career like that. And it's crazy that you said all the charges dropped. I didn't see nothing about that. Yeah, no. Before the Everything block. got dismissed. That's fucked up. Yeah, so it's like, it's like two thrones. It's like, do I feel bad for her? Yes, to the extent of like, I know a bit about Tiffany Haddish's story. I'm like, yeah, she's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has triumphantly climbed to the top. And I know we had that debate last week of, is she funny stand-up or not? I think she's funny in movies. I like her movies. I don't know if she's a funny stand-up, but I do think she's funny in movies. I'll say this to clean up what I said last week. She's funny in movies, but to me, her role is redundant. Yeah. I don't need her to be the loud one in every movie. But again, I'm not a fucking Hollywood director, so if that's what you want, cool. But It's the same thing to me as like The Rock plays the same role in every movie. Ben Diesel plays the same role in every movie. It's the same role. Yeah. But, I mean, I would say Gridiron Gang is... Gridiron the Rock plays the same fucking role in every movie. Nah, bro. Uh, Pain, what was it? Pain and Gain and Gridiron Gang, two different roles. Same mannerisms. That motherfucker was acting crazy in Pain and Gain. He was acting like a little punk. <laughs> <laughs> Pain and Gain was funny. Pain and Gain was funny. Well, what do you think about, like, like, fucking Jumanji, The Rundown... <laughs> He do play the same like role. He plays the same role, ninety percent of them. Right? Like it's the same same thing. We love him for it. Yeah. It's like I think we pick and choose on that shit too, because a lot of these people play the same fucking like person. Like Kevin Hart plays the same role in everything. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like Kevin funnier than her. Yeah, I think Kevin's funny. Yeah. So and I, I did like his uh, his series with Wesley Snipes on Netflix. That was that was good. A good series. Yeah. yeah that was, that I would was like good. to see her some serious shit. Like I do think she's funny in uh. The last OG, like I never thought yeah. that was her role. I like her role in that because sometimes yeah. she's like stern and sometimes she's just being silly. So I thought that was cool, but yeah. every time to make her the loud black woman, I'm just like, all right, like, okay, yeah, good. Um, but yeah, to my point, I, I guess like, do I feel bad? Yes, to the extent of I know she like built herself up. No, to the fact that we saw the video and you were in it. Yeah. You chose to do that shit. Maybe there was no foul play, but like, yeah, like you say an inappropriate joke and you get backlash for it. It is what it is. Yeah. Hopefully she get work, man. That shit sucked, honestly. That shit just going to stick with you and everybody that didn't see the headline of everything dropped. It's just going to remember you for that shit, sadly. We are um, Random thoughts, man. Wrap uh, it up. It's a little nerdy this week for you me. Do songs? You want to do songs of the week this week? Uh, I could find something. Doing your random thought, but my random thought. Uh, I'm I'm low key a gamer at heart. Um, bring this up, did we? Nah, Grand Theft Auto Six was leaked officially leaked. Um, the leaker has or tried to hold uh Rockstar Games 
for Ransom. For those that don't know Grand Theft Auto is, it's a fucking video game. Everybody knows. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he held him at Ransom, said, I got, I got even more shit. Leaked like 90 videos, just a shit that's not supposed to be seen for a game that's probably not going to come out for a year or two. It sucks for Rockstar because they probably worked 10 years on this shit and all that shit to be leaked. It, it was it was fucked up, but as a fan of the game, I, I I liked it because I got to see what the fuck I'm about to spend my next seventy dollars on, and I'm not mad at what I seen. But yeah, now the FBI is involved in investigating how this shit got leaked and all that, and yeah, random thought shit fucked up. But as a consumer, I like to see shit like that just to let me know what I'm been waiting on for the past couple years. Um, I guess my rent, yeah. Also, our gaming, 2K looks like fun. I might buy a PS. Yeah, every everybody's got one at this point. Yeah, I think it's time. I might buy one. Hey, have you played it? 2K. Yeah, the new yeah, one. Marty at 92. Dog. It's, it's funny. I was just like, just looked at a tweet, and it was like a funny John, like a dude crying. It was like, how I'm gonna tell my, uh, how I'm gonna be telling my grandkids about my 2K20 player, and I just remember when I dropped like 30, 20, and 20 with Teddy's player. <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. nice. Yeah, it was nice. That was nice. Um, I was thinking about that. Oh, fuck. Oh, random thought. So, like, I was thinking about this. Like, it's interesting what we pick and choose when we're upset about what's glorified or what's overrepresented. Um, Mm -hmm. over overrepresented. Mm -hmm. Um, like the Jeffrey Dahmer shit's out now on Netflix. It's like, all right, we just got the um. I forget who the clown killer was. I forget what his name was. We just got that documentary. There's been two movies on Ted Bundy. Like we keep pushing these out. So why are we so selective on what's glorified and what's not? I don't. I don't know. I mean, is Jeffrey Dahmer being glorified? I don't like. We keep putting it. It's. I guess it would just be like why. It just always interests me on what like people say. Like let's stop talking about it, mm-hmm. and like what we should keep continue to talk about. So what's something you say people say we should stop talking about? Do you want to go obvious here? <laughs> like, 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 sure, fuck it. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, a, I don't know where I want to go with this. So <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. But it's, it's very interesting how we pick and choose what's, what's appropriate to continue to talk about and, and make documentaries. And it gets a bunch of hits. And, like, also, like, I'm looking at the list of, like, killers or people that's got killed – Jeffrey Dahmer and like all the different victims and I'm like yeah like how do these victims families feel about like people continuously profiting off like that their family member got murdered like does each victim get a profit off this Netflix John or like how does that work I doubt they get profit off it because honestly remember we had the whole Mike Tyson conversation mm-hmm, yep. and now he didn't get shit for that so for what it seemed like you could just uh make whatever the fuck you want at this point and make as much money as you want off it and they don't, whoever you're talking about doesn't have to get any piece of it. Yeah, I'll, up, but I'll, like I'll have to watch the Dahmer series to see what it's about. But like, like even like when I remember watching the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron, I'm like, yeah, they're really painting this guy out to like be super desirable by women and like whatnot, and, like almost cool. And it's like, hmm. what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, I, sadly, I'm gonna watch it. It's fucked up as I'm it gonna was. watch it. I like, I just uh. uh my old boss just put me onto a true crime John called In Your Own Backyard. You should listen to it if you're into that. Mm-hmm. And after the podcast, they opened the case back up. And now that the actual killer is on trial in real time now, the podcast was from two years ago, three years ago. 
Very interesting. She was missing for like 23 years, um, which also gives it like, yo, like women need to be careful, bro. These fucking guys are sick out of here, dog. Yeah. Guys are fucking yeah. sick. And like, there's some <laughs> shit like that too. There's some sick motherfuckers out there, dog. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot, uh, and we talk about this. And I like want to say the stats like one out of seven or one out of eight women gets raped. There's a lot of rapists out there. A lot. Yeah, that's fucked up. There's a lot of rapists, and they are like putting fucking shit in your drinks and all that shit. Like, there's yeah. a lot of rapists out there. I definitely uh, when I converse with women that I'm dealing with, uh, how to how to move when they're out by themselves, yeah. how to hold a drink or just yeah. who to accept drinks from, shit like it's that. It's crazy. I'm I'm listening yeah, to yeah, this conversation that has to be held. I'm listening to this shit, and they got this guy that they thought the cops like it looked like all the evidence pointed to him. They kind of just let him go anyway, and then 20 years later, they ransack his house and they find all these videos of this motherfucker that was giving bitches date rape, girls date rape drugs, and raping them while they're unconscious and videotaping them. Damn, so they got fucking videotapes on videotapes of videotapes of these countless rapes that they could have got this guy for 20 years ago for killing this lady, and they just let him go. And it's crazy to think about that, like. It's just unfathomable when you're not around those kind of people to think about that. Like, guys are really like, I think he was using eye drops, like, just sprinkling eye drops into girls' drinks and raping them. Like, and what if. Fuck them out. It's, yeah. Yep. It makes you like, it, 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 I guess it has two adverse reactions. It either knocks you out or makes you violently sick. Damn. Yep. So you're risking death to get some pussy. Yeah. 100%. Yep. And that's what the, the whole theory is that he did that to the girl and she probably died while he was raping her. Because wow. she had a violent reaction to the eye drops, and then he just hit her body. Damn. You go, God, it's it's women have it fucking rough, man. I'm not a simp, but like, yeah, the girls have it fucking rough. Yeah, that's fucked up. Man. Girls have it rough, bro. They do. That's fucked up. <sighs> Songs of the week back, right? Yeah, let's let's brighten it up. Uh, I got a. I wasn't prepared, but we made a. Quick decision. I got Larry June. Don't check me off his new album. Nice. DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh.
niggas years ago. Quick beef about the bitch. Buy a house out the way. Put a paddock on your wrist. Right now I'm in the booth after this. I'm going swimming. No matter how much money I make, I'm never gonna trip. I'm waking up early and I'm taking these watches. 200 for the watch without a diamond at all. Maybe hitting me and talking about booking a flight. Shout out to Uncle Larry, man. One of my favorite rappers up and coming. Well, shit, that motherfucker on now. Fuck it. You listened to the Freddie Gibbs interview? Uh, freestyle? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. On Flex. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. I'm going with this just because I wasn't prepared and we talked about it earlier. Uh, ESTG versus Young Jeezy. Do we do it again? Double back. Limit ball until I fall. Destined to be the greatest. Yeah, the writing's on the wall. 29, you come and get. I bring it 30 G's. The real snowfall. Just know you're gonna need some skis. Chop a saw wood handle. Just minus the leaves. Can make the meters do some things you wouldn't believe. The way I had the block flooded, thought I had a boat. I flipped them bricks. I'm talking spicy. I'm the curry goat. When fumes coming from the kitchen, lot of Good to see Young Jeezy can still talk drug dealing shit after uh, his debacle. Yeah, shout out to G. What was the debacle? Since those last few projects weren't as good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Then he got married and people just, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to Jeezy, man. Shout out to Jeezy, man. Uh, good episode, 1.14. That's a little longer than I like, but right there. Yeah, until next time. Next time. Well, next week we're going to have Bree on. There we go. Also, catch you guys next week.